0: Welcome to the Not Too Serious Podcast. On this week's episode, my son and I discuss salty language. Language that can sometimes appear to be offensive to some, and some people may not find it offensive at all. Now, while we discuss this episode, please note that we do not use any salty language, we're just discussing it. So, I hope you find this discussion informative and maybe a little, uh, entertaining. And, uh, we hope you enjoy this episode. What do you think about Salty Language? We'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email to nottoseriouspodcast at gmail.com. Please enjoy. Thank you. okay uh today we're gonna talk about um well some salty language um the other day um we my son and i were we were driving and he was recounting a story of one of his friends and I don't know. Somehow the conversation conversation turned towards
1: salty language, and Why are you saying salty language like you lived in the '60s, cussing, um, and cussing,
0: and I, we were just comparing notes, and notes, yeah, our, you know, are you comparing know comparing notes, yeah, comparing notes, like we. I discovered that your friends yeah use salty language always more way more than your friends too. my friends ever did yeah I mean they did but not so frequently I and mean and so I guess you know um I'm trying to understand why this is the case. And I suppose...
1: um, Well, I think I told you. When I went to high school, everybody cussed. The principal cussed, teachers cussed, students cussed, everybody. There was no filter. Okay, that was high school. Even in uni, everybody cusses.
0: You're going even even higher up. But my fear is... Yeah. If, you know... You're using salty language in high school and university. The next generation is probably going to use salty language at an earlier age.
1: Probably already do. Which is a shame. I used to hear salty language in middle school all the time as well. Not from the teachers. I can't say I ever ever heard salty language uh, that I remember. Like cusses. In, in middle school... Oh, language evolves. Language changes. No teachers used any such... Well, language changes, right? That's the thing about it. Eventually, like, the cuss words that we thought, oh, that's really bad, are not going to be as bad anymore. No. Just the, it's as bad. It's just bad. No, I because guess. there's words we say now that we just... We say... No. ...with impunity that back 100, 200 years ago... You may have said, and you may have. Oh, two hundred years ago,
0: you may never have heard of those cuss
1: words. No, actually, according to a lot of these facts. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, cuss that's words. Right. So, a lot of cuss words date back into ancient times. So my
0: son is going to present with some facts about salty language. Mm-hmm. Um. But before we get into that, I want to ask you a question, son. Of course. Uh, how was uh, the shoveling? <laughs> Cause
1: I'm not done. Yeah. I had to take a break because our snowblower decided to die on us. Yeah. The battery died. Battery. But uh, it was okay. I mean, it was heavy. Yeah. I took it easy. I didn't want to strain myself because I tend to throw out my back doing this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, you uh, have to be careful with that stuff. Yeah, well. but other than that, it was okay. Can't complain. I mean... <laughs> We're getting into a very strange pattern because it appears that almost every week. It's like a week. weekly occurrence. Yeah, it's a weekly Last event. week it was Monday. Yeah. Today is Saturday. I mean I guess it's the same week, but still I'm talking about like weekend, more like like around that weekend time. Overlapping on the weekend. Yeah, sometime like Yeah, it's very odd, right, that this has been happening a strange pattern. It's been interesting. Can't 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 say it has not been, but uh Most of the winter though wasn't like this. No, but this is the, just a the pattern. It's been like this for the last few years, is that up until December, even mid-January, It's not too we bad. don't really get that much. In February, March over here, it gets really bad. February, March. I remember, you know what's funny? In high school, mm-hmm. I think I probably had maybe a snow day a year. Maybe a snow day a year, right? Mm-hmm. In my first year of uni, I had like, six, seven snow snow days in one year. Hmm. And one semester, actually, because they all happened in second semester in March, February. I remember I was really irritated because I knew, because I heard that there was going to be, there was a snowstorm happening on the day, and they had announced, no, uh, all the classes are still a go. I didn't have a class until 3 p.m., but I had some studying to do, so I thought I'd go there a little earlier, catch around with my friend around 10 a.m., so I'm there, and around one, they said, "Oh no! All classes after two are canceled." So you stayed longer. So I longer. stayed there. Like I just was wasted my time there, basically. Yeah, you could have come back. Could
0: have, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this year I don't think there were that many snow days. Definitely mm-hmm. not seven. I think there was like maybe
1: two or three. But that's that I what remember. I'm saying now it's like it, it's it happens in like, it's very compressed like when it happens at least two or three i think that
0: happened in the last uh, month month and a half i would say well hopefully the weather will improve Um, blue jays baseball is back it's in spring training mode and um, i'm excited about that so when the blue jays are playing toronto blue jays baseball then i i feel like good weather is hopefully coming soon.
1: Yeah, a lot of big things happening in sports. Like today is a huge fight in the UFC tonight. Mhm. Um basketball hockey is getting to crunch time. Same with soccer. Leafs made some big moves. Huge moves. Raptors are having a bad Raptors year, are Raptors. Okay. I mean, actually Raptors are Raptors. They're, they're raptors are consistently very good team, but this year they're having a bad. They're year. in ninth it's place. I don't want them to go to the playoffs. I'm sorry. I want them to tank. They're very close to getting tank. there. Please tank. There's they're no not, need. They're not going to tank. The worst thing you can do in basketball is be mediocre. They're not going to tank. The worst thing to do in basketball <laughs> is be mediocre. <laughs> but they're not going to You gonna either want to be amazing or you want to be horrible. That way the, you can get draft picks. They're going to finish either 8th or ninth. I don't know what their plan is. I trust Masai at the end of the day. Mm. But I don't understand what he's doing. But... Whatever. I think he has a big plan, bigger plan, and you know, in the works. Yeah, I trust him. It's just, I just don't understand him. I don't see it. I'm standing too close to the elephant, so it's okay. Yeah. But uh,
0: with the uh, the NHL and the Leafs, I feel like um, you made all these big moves. It means but,
1: nothing until you win the, win a series. If they nothing. get if
0: until unless until they actually get fat past the first round, mm. I, I don't feel like it would have made it worth any difference.
1: Nothing. It would have made it's, it's nothing. the Leafs culture. But they're in such a they're in such a weird state. Yeah. Because I don't see mm. how they could possibly get any better in terms of the players that they have. Right. If they decide to tear this thing down and sh- restart it, yeah. the culture is the same because the Leafs will always be the Leafs. They're a cursed franchise. Mm-hmm. A. B. How do you get better from Nylander, Marner, Matthews, even in a teardown? Well, the core is still there. The core I'm hasn't saying, left. Like, They're moving,
0: I think, deck chairs on the Titanic. I don't I don't know about know. It's that. eventually going to...
1: Well, hopefully this Tank. time they go through the first round. But like I said, I believe it. When I see it, I'll believe it. And well, that's it. They made a lot
0: of moves. Like I said, they rearranged chairs on the on the tech t- uh, uh, Titanic. So we'll mm. see what happens. Mm-hmm. Will, will the rearranging of the chairs on the Titanic allow it to stay afloat? Or will it eventually hit the iceberg and sink again? Yeah, that's well, the question. That's a, that is the question. It is the question. Okay. Um... Okay, so let's get on uh, with the podcast. So, you have some facts about salty language. I say cussing. I stop saying salty language. No, I'm not. Like I said, I don't like using that word. Cussing. Yeah. You know. Anyway, um, I feel like okay. My feeling on using salty language is that it's a cheat. If you want to express your true feelings, you use the English language so in, from the dictionary. It's in the dictionary as well. I'm sure there's some salty words in the dictionary. Uh, but I would but I'd much rather use my intelligence to use Oh well,
1: you'll be surprised by some of these proper
0: proper dialogue mm-hmm. to express how I'm feeling. It's up to you. I know it's up to me. And so and so it's a matter of choice.
1: It is a matter of choice, right? That's so
0: that, that's my feeling on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I mean, why younger... Gen- my, my theory on the younger generation, on why they use salty language more than uh, generations past is because of social media, because of the way how things have become more accepted in today's society where um uh, you know a family going to a movie where salty language is used uh it's almost like expected you know now, whereas in my day i would I would not be comfortable watching a a film that has salty language with my parents. I would never be comfortable with that. I'm not in fact because it's embarrassing I don't like I don't like being in the same room as a person who's using salty language with my father or mother present it d- d- doesn't bode well for me I feel very uncomfortable so I don't know like if that's just a me thing or if that's a generational thing I don't know but I think
1: um I know a lot of people your age that cuz so it might be Yeah, it may kind. I mean, l- I'm listen, about everybody I know around Listen, your age. listen.
0: Yeah, you know people around my age that use salty language because they unfortunately have become part of that influence. Right? So, but those same people, okay, that who I knew and who I grew up with never use salty language, not in my presence anyway. And who was I? I was just a, a person amongst, you know, amongst my friends. So, I don't I don't know why that's the case, but um, uh, yeah, so go ahead. You said that you had some facts?
1: Yeah. Uh, some of them are more around swearing, and mo- some of them are about swearing. So I'll what do you mean started. around? Oh, you'll see, like this one. Okay. It's illegal to swear in public in Virginia. It's a misdemeanor. Oh,
0: wow, really? Yeah, it's a So what happens if there's a film that plays in West Virginia
1: I think that has salty language. I mean if you murder someone in a film it's not the same thing It's just murder in real life, right? It's it's not the same thing. No, no, that's Or not, if you say like a, like or if like a movie like Django where you say a racial slur, it's not going to be taken the same way as if you actually say one.
0: No, but you're. But here's the problem with that. What you're saying? Well, it's probably because, one of those rules. as I said, initially, yeah. I think the reason for. I think part of the reason why using salty language is more accepted is because you see it in everyday. Yeah. In everyday. It's like one of those rules. Society,
1: like a movie theater. You know. You know. It's like so, one of those rules where it's like you can't wear armor, in at Buckingham Palace or something like that. It's illegal. It's like one of those rules that. Okay, it's in the law book, but we're just too lazy to change it, and you're not going to get charged for it. It's one of those ones, probably.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, if it's has it ever been enforced, this law,
1: in West Virginia? I'm sure back in the day, but it's, I'm um, I don't know if it has recently. It'd wow. be very stupid. I I think I'd... I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's a very stupid reason to give someone a misdemeanor. Especially it, it if it, no, it's not a stupid reason if it's the law.
0: If it's the law, it then it's goes the against, law. If you have a problem with the law... It goes against the, take the First Amendment. Then you take it up with the governor. Okay, okay Take so it up it with the governor. If
1: it's illegal to have uh, hair on your body. Well, it's not really a law that anybody recognizes. just whatever. But a cop came up to you and you had a little beard hair sticking out. A little whisker. He's like, hey, here's $500 for you. Wouldn't she be like, you take your job a little too seriously there? Wait, what do you mean, five? If a cow? A cow? A you cop. S- you said a
0: cow. A cow co- <laughs> you said if <laughs> a cow a approaches cow. you with $500, here's $500.
1: I did not say that. You did. That's what I, I heard said, you say. I, co- I said a cop comes up to you. We'll
0: rewind this and then you'll see what you said, okay? Because you said. A cop said, comes
1: up to you says, hey, you have a beard hair, a single beard hair, that's $500. You said here's five hundred dollars. I didn't say here. I said that that's five hundred dollars. You, you i am gonna move on to the next thing. You just—no, uh, no. My uh, point, my point is, my point is, is that
0: if it's if there's a law uh, saying that something is banned. And then you do you it, have to, and you have to. Respect yeah, you can't the complain. Law. You can't complain about it. You can't it. complain. You can still you, go. That's a dumb law. You but can, you can, you, can still... you can't complain about it unless you do something about it. Okay, that's fair. If you actually go and try and overturn the law, mm. you make arrangements to do it. Yeah. Maybe you get a petition. Yeah. You do something about it. Yeah. And it's still
1: not overturned. Then you can complain. But until then, but you can you still be like, out. okay, that's a dumb law. You can still say that. No. If it's illegal to walk your dog on Tuesday, that's mm-hmm. not a, uh, you don't think that's a dumb law? I'm not going to interpret the law, okay? I'm okay, just okay. going to follow the law. Okay. okay. You can say it's a dumb law. Okay. No, I'm not going to say that. Okay. Okay, next one. Speaking of law. Laws are laws. Speaking of law, and I think you'd like to live in this time, mm-hmm. the Byzantine Empire. Mm-hmm. You know the Byzantine Empire? Yeah. Uh, if you swore uh-huh. if in the 6th century you'd receive the death penalty ooh <laughs> no i don't like that law <laughs> oh don't complain about the law the law is the law i didn't no, say i'm not, I, not complaining law. i'm not complaining the law is the law did you sign a petition about it i'm not the law complaining is the
0: law. i am not complaining about the, about the about the saying, law i'm just saying i'm just saying that i would not like to live in during that time okay okay we so like I that that's that's very very that's mm-hmm. going over the limit Oof. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's scary.
1: Hey, that's the law. Yeah. Th- the so law did people did
0: people get killed?
1: Sure, some of them may have.
0: But what were what were what was a uh, a salty
1: language in, during the
0: Byzantine Empire? I don't, I don't speak
1: Byzantine. I don't, I don't know what <laughs> what it was. I don't know what, what would they speak in the Byzantine language I don't know. You is s- it a Byzantine? You f- Who knows. Uh fart. Huh? Fart. Like gas.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: It dates back to 1250, making it... Why do you have to use that word? ...the oldest cuss word in the English dictionary. It's not a cuss word. Back then, it was. That's what I mean. Language of all. No, but, but, it but it's a still a very, word. very, very gratuitous word. It's not gratuitous. It's rude. It's rude. It's rude. It's, it's gratuitous. Like it's rude. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's very... Um, yeah, you wouldn't say, go to your boss. Uh, hey, boss, I just farted... I wouldn't go in there and no, as you, no. you wouldn't say it to your boss, but you'd say it to me. You'd say it to your friends.
0: No, but you say you be more intellectual about it. Say passing wind. <laughs> passing
1: wind. Why are you laughing? I have just passed wind. <laughs> who has passed wind? You know who who smelt it dealt it? Okay. okay. Who Next. here has passed wind? <laughs> Okay.
0: Why, why are you speaking in a British accent? Because
1: you must pass wind. That's that's what you want me to say. Okay. okay. Here's another one that's really interesting. It is...
0: When you go to a doctor's office, mm-hmm. you don't use that word. You use passing wind.
1: Okay, but doc- that's bedside manner, though. Yeah. That's, that's just being proper, that's proper okay, language. You're being, being professional. And you yeah. just uh, see, fun. I'm professional. You're professional with everybody. You're professional with... Okay. I try to be. Um here's an interesting fact that's actually uh, according to many scientific research and studies swearing relieves pain and one of in uh, one study uh, a college student a bunch of college students submerged their hands in ice water some were some students were given a neutral word to say like uh, fudge know, not fudge that's like an alternate like something like oh dear oh my like stuff like that. And s- other the students were told to say an, ex- an expletive. And the students that were, were allowed to say expletives, they could keep their hands in the water for 40 seconds longer than the other kids. Fun fact. What does that mean? They had more of a pain tolerance, so it helped relieve their pain a little bit for, for, by cussing. And there's other studies that go, go that goes into it as well. Like, they had one where people would get their hand hit by a hammer, and uh, when they did, some of them would be silent, some of them would say a word like, Oh dear. Some would say an expletive. And the ones that said expletives, the pain went away faster, on average.
0: Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting experiment. I mean, I I suspect that That may, but okay, here's a question. Mm -hmm. Were they ever hooked up to like a blood pressure machine? A blood pressure machine? Yeah, like something that takes their blood pressure while they're uh, experiencing this pain and they relieve themselves by saying the salty language. or I have no idea. Because I wonder what their blood pressure would be when they said the expletive. Or someone, would it be higher than someone who actually said, "Oh dear, oh my, oh," or something? Did, oh my
1: goodness gracious! Like that, right? And so I, I w- assume those people that I think because it's like a release. It's like ah, <sighs> like, you know, like when you go down a roller coaster, you yeah, scream. But, but some it's people, like
0: but some people don't know any better, and they will see if a person who says who uses salty language all the time, and then they suddenly are asked to use salty, uh, not use salty language their pain tolerance would be probably lower than someone well, it was who was a uses group of
1: it. students. It was not like they just grabbed a people, some people here, some people there. And this is not just – this is just one study I had pulled mm-hmm. or multiple studies showing it in different ways. I think it depends on how the person was raised,
0: honestly. Okay, I, don't I, mean. I don't think it's – I don't think if a person is used to s- saying – salty language i don't think yeah. it's going to make their pain tolerance go any less than if someone who doesn't use uh who doesn't use salty
1: language and i mean this uh, is this is according to the research that's fine but, but i can interpret the research you i can interpret can, you know, it, i i yeah. just think because salty like cuss words are cuss words you know it's taboo you know it's taboo right but you probably just say it as like ah, oh, like a relief like when you go out yeah, that part ah. i get that part that's i get what it's like Th- that part or I even understand. like. Some people they have like other words, like they have other trigger words, mm. like that. Like they might not say, maybe they like. Remember in Friends, remember mm. when they used to bang their fists together? You remember what that? Yeah, me? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure like people have words that they kind of use in that sense, mm-hmm. so that it might not be a cuss word, but they're kind of saying it. They're, Im- inferring they're inferring it. Inferring it, or they're replacing a cuss word with right. another word. Right. Which you know depends on how you feel about. That's that. also true. Okay, so here's another one. Children, little children, around one, two years old, uh-huh. are more likely, Are it's easier for them to learn cuss words than to learn the alphabet.
0: That's a sad
1: fact. Well, it's actually, it's it's kind of a stupid fact, the more I thought about it. Because the thing about it is, is that, like, think of it like, I know how to, a kid, their first word is what? Like, it could be dad, or mama, or whatever, right? They, they've figure out words more than they'll figure out. They won't. Uh, f- kids first won't weren't, weren't be Zed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's kind of a dumb fact. It was like, uh, but I still wanted to bring it up because it's interesting. Because I feel like kids will easily, are easily more... When was this, when was this research done? It Most of the stuff th- is done recently. Like, I don't know. So, exactly, I'll tell you why. Recently.
0: Kids will mimic what they hear. Oh yeah, they're like parrots. Right? So... When I was growing up, yeah, you're your I didn't hear any curse words and yeah. all I heard was you know, like Sesame Street, you know, learning yeah, my course. ABCs and all that sort of thing, right? The word yeah. of the day, blah blah blah, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. So It's more sheltered. It's community. more sheltered. So yeah. but today in today's age, yeah. right? Where, like I said with social media, people are more comfortable around using these the salty language. It wouldn't surprise me if a one or a two-year-old uses salty language yeah not not knowing not not knowing or understanding its meaning Mm -hmm. obviously but they'll just start using it yeah so that's not all that surprising to me that that's actually i mean i can believe that
1: that yeah it's like your kids are parrots they they're sponges right they just learn yep that's harder to learn the alphabet probably than to learn words because words actually mean something Mm -hmm. if i went up to you and i said a b c d Mm-hmm. You'd slap me in the face Because no. you don't know what I would talking no, about no. But if I told you I wanted a sandwich yeah. You'd know what I want yes. So it's more probably like Just a strictly survival base It's easier for kids It's better for kids to learn uh, Words than it is Because that's communication Rather mm-hmm. than the alphabet Which is, I don't want to say it's theory But it's, you know, you know what I mean I know what you yeah. mean Okay. Uh, are you aware of Watson from IBM? Of course, you're asking me. Of course, I'm. Of course, asking of you. course, I am. So you ever heard of Urban Dictionary? I've heard of the Urban, urban Dictionary. Dictionary. Is basically like it just it's a public website. You can add any word, and you can put any definition you want. Anybody can add their own definitions. Yeah. And it because of that, there's a lot of like crazy things and meanings and phrases. So one time they wanted to they wanted to teach. Watson, like slam So, so you have to explain
0: who Watson is.
1: So Watson is an AI. It's an intelligent. You could probably explain it better than I can, actually.
0: Well, Watson was developed in the '90s. Yeah. And it was one of the well, one of the earliest uh, AI-based computers. Yeah. And Watson would basically provide you with answers. Um, in a very calculated scientific way. Um, it's like today's what was the name of that thing that you guys use on the internet, like Chat GPT. Chat GPT. So yeah. it's like a it's like an old version of that. And um, I remember back in the day, we would there was a chess master by the name of Kasparov, right, and and he was playing chess with Watson. Like yeah. He was a grandmaster. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, it was, I don't remember if it was a draw or if it was, like, they that's played like, impressive. They, I think if it was, like, I ma- the it guy was like, can draw with the computer, that's really impressive. I can't remember, though. It was, like, three to five games they played yeah. against each other. Watson beat the grandmaster, but the grandmaster also beat Watson. That's, that is crazy. So, because a lot of um, – But to beat a grandmaster mm-hmm. – it would require someone with Watson's intelligence. Well, uh, not intelligence, but you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. With computer. their program computer nowadays, power to be able to do it.
1: Nowadays, in computer in, in chess tournaments and, like, those professional chess, whatever, they always compare now to, like, programs, right? So they'd be like, oh, the, he did it. He played his game with 95% efficiency. Mm-hmm. Because a computers now, because of how advanced they are, they play the game a hundred percently, hundred, a hundred percent efficient. They always play the most ideal move mm-hmm. in a certain time, right? Right. So that's why it's like they always compare it to you know. But anyways, so I haven't even said so, the fact so yet. I explained what Watson is. So now you can so, yeah. Let me get to the fact. Uh, basically, so the scientists were like, "Hey, it'd be funny if we can get him to learn slang. So let's just feed him the Urban Dictionary. Feed Watson the Urban, Urban Dictionary? Dictionary. Yeah." <laughs> And uh... it backfired, uh-huh. and he became so. I and mean, he used to just spout so much profanity, and all this crazy <laughs> words that they had to wipe it completely from his memory. Uh. but like Urban Dictionary, I wouldn't. That's that's. I've seen the stuff out on Urban Dictionary. That stuff is nuts. That's not even profanity. That's like, like if if people read it, like NBA teams would wear like patches, flags would be flying at half mast because like the amount of obscenity that's on that obscenity, website. Yeah. Obscenity or but like you know what I mean? Like that's probably not the best I guess it is the best, but it's also not the best website to be feeding an AI, I guess. Wouldn't be the perfect reflection on humanity, I'd assume. What if they fed this G B T or G T D D, whatever it's well, called? Well chat is interesting because it's designed to not say anything offensive right so it'll say the it'll it'll cuss but it won't say any slurs right slurs is kind of where but these people they learned how to how to teach it slurs so they had to erase it like erase that and they had to do like some maintenance on it but like they they taught it by like just a really like roundabout way of of saying it it was like a root what happens in like tom sawyer you know the, there's a specific slur in tom sawyer yeah. right so like from that they would get it it would feed that language into its vocabulary so that when other people use it it might just say it <laughs> like well, no but but i'm because, sure that i'm sure programmers were able to get rid yeah, of it yeah they that, g- right? were able to get rid of it but th- they didn't they didn't account for people using like crazy loopholes and very roundabout ways to teach the ai you know, like, really, really like slurs. So, what was your fact about Watson? That was the fact is uh, that it learned urban dictionary, oh, and I that see. scientists were like, "Okay, oh, we made a mistake." We got, here. we gotta, we gotta wipe out the exactly, program. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Have you uh, ever flipped the bird? No. Don't say no. You flipped the bird. No. In your life, you've never flipped the bird. Nope. I have no reason to. <sighs> okay. Well. Oh, okay. Oh, you must be. I ra- I raised these two fingers. I've done, I think I flipped you the bird one time, or a couple times. In fact, you saw it, and you were like, that's bad. You didn't get that mad at me, you kind of just laughed. You remember this? No. It was by accident. Anyways, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's favorite f- uh, hand gesture. Uh, it was an obscene gesture, all in a dates way, all back to ancient Greek, Greece. That mm-hmm. gesture, and that meaning behind the gesture. Flipping the bird, flipping the bird, was done back in ancient Greece, and it would also be—I don't know if it meant the exact same thing—but it was an obscene gesture. You there are, be doing there that. are many. There are many
0: um, uh, obscene gestures. Well, very rude gestures yeah. that in
1: in that are not rude gestures in today's yeah, society. like you know, like it's like a peace sign, but doing like the back towards someone. I think in France and Germany is really like you shouldn't do that as really bad. I remember one time, yeah, I won't
0: say which country this was. Right. But um <clears throat> I was uh I was traveling mm-hmm. with my family. Right. In the back of a truck. And the truck was open-ended, so you could see fall out no, 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 no. Not like that. I mean, you could, oh, you could see like the you back see, where, you, you where you've see, been going. You could see the back area and it yeah. was open. Was was no it was like window. a pickup truck or was it Yeah, yeah, like, like a, a pickup truck. Okay.
1: It was a covered pickup truck. Okay, okay. 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 I know what you mean. Yeah. It's like the ones that they used to transport people in like yeah. World War II or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Okay.
0: So anyway, so me yeah. and my sister, yeah. your aunt, we were in the back of one, uh, one. And my parents were in the front seat. So they were not part of the. Um, they were not sitting in the back. They were sitting in the front. So they were protected. <laughs> and.
1: You got singled out to go in the back.
0: Well, we were kids. I yeah, guess. Yeah. Right? So, anyway, so we sat in the back. And uh, we were going in a caravan. So there was another truck that was coming behind us. Yeah. And. Um, <laughs> And what happened was, is that, um, at the time, uh, when we got, we were loading our, the people up, mm-hmm. your aunt or one of my cousins couldn't find one of their slippers. They had like slippers, right? right? I think we had gone to the beach or something. I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. what the scenario was, but they couldn't find their, one of their slippers or mm-hmm. sandals or whatever. And... um but eventually, we all we couldn't find it, and then we got into our respective trucks, and we went on our way. Mm-hmm. And during the trip, right. Your aunt found the slipper, and said, "Oh, I, I found it! I found it!" And then she takes the the slipper, yeah, and she's raising it outside of the oh, truck, showing. That the heel of the slipper and and so he say hey we found it and <laughs> my cousin said what are you doing <laughs> she she grabbed her and pulled her back said that's that's bad. a very derogatory statement. You can't be doing that yeah. in, in this country. You can't be
1: showing like the back the of, bottom a, of your shoe to people. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I know which, I think I know which area you're in and yes yeah. that would be very It was very, very bad. bad. You can't be doing that. Yeah. It was very very bad. So, like, uh it's interesting so it
0: depends. It depends. So what what you were saying uh earlier about gestures and all that, they may not be offensive in other parts of
1: the world. Yeah. Like, you know what's interesting? Um like, you, you know, in India, like, just sticking out your pinky, you know what that means? No. It means I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh, like yeah. This. If a kid goes, mm, Mom, like, goes like that, yeah. Mom knows, okay, I gotta take yeah. this kid to the bathroom. If you did this here, you're like, What's wrong with this kid? Yeah. So it's interesting how, like, even hands have their own language in different areas and stuff. It's interesting. Yeah. And it can continue through time. Very true. Uh, you know, like if you ever read a comic and instead of putting a cuss word, they put like those symbols, Uh huh.
0: like question mark,
1: question mark, hashtag, ads, exclamation mark, asterisk, star. You know what those are called? What? Grawlix. Oh, that's your fact. Oh, okay. Grawlix. Grawlix. So
0: Grawlix is like the symbols, symbols instead of, you know. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah that's what that's called yeah fun fact mm. uh next one chimps also cuss you know chimps like, like that so there's this one chimp named washu and you know, chimp sign language you know some chimps can learn sign language yeah so in it they decided to teach um the chimp uh how to cuss Sign language, right? Why and they just created like an a gesture yeah. that would mean something rude. Okay. So and then they they were observing the chimp, and now anytime the chimp was like frustrated, or angry. The chimp and the chimp's child would use that gesture.
0: When they were frustrated. When they
1: were frustrated or mad or ow, or, like they got hurt. Yeah. They'd use that gesture. <laughs> So, it's interesting that it kind of does the same thing that we do, you know? Well,
0: chimpanzees, uh, chimps, and even orangutans, they have a very limited, I mean, they have a pretty high vocabulary. They have yeah. like 300, 400 words, something like that. Mm.
1: So, it wouldn't surprise me that if you taught them one of those yeah, words, yeah, yeah. that they would learn it. Did you see that there's this dog on TikTok, right? And its owner, they have like, you know those piano mats? You know what okay. I'm talking about? Yeah. I think I've seen them. So instead of the, the keyboard key, match, you're talking yeah, yeah. about Yeah, instead of every key being like a different like nope. note, what they did is they programmed it for every key to mean a di- to say a different thing. So one key would say I want to go for a walk. One key would say I'm hungry. One key would say I'm thirsty, etc, cetera, etc, cetera, Right. And they trained the dog that way that if the dog was actually hungry, he it, would know I clicked okay. the one that says I'm hungry. That way, she could actually, like, basically, she taught her dog not exactly how to talk, but she taught her dog a much better way for it to communicate. So it knows, okay, when I'm hungry, I press this button. So my owner knows. I don't. The dog doesn't know exactly what it's saying, but he just knows, when I press this button when I'm hungry, I'll get food. When I press this button when I'm thirsty, I get water. Oh, okay. When I press this button when I want to go for a walk, I'll go for a walk. That's
0: interesting how they would train the dog to do that. It is.
1: But, like, yeah, the, the, the whole TikTok account bitch based off that. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's just like a dog trainer and everything. Uh next speaking of animals. Wait, wait, what does that have to do with using salty language? Nothing. I just we're talking about uh, like animals and knowing language and stuff. So. <laughs> um I like going on tangents. Speaking of animals and language.
0: I thought I thought eventually You know Andrew Jackson?
1: Hang hey, on a second. I thought eventually
0: you were going to say okay, there was also one key the cuss for saying something bad.
1: I don't. I think and if I'd, a
0: dog was frustrated, he would use the thing, and then you would know that. Oh,
1: he's frustrated today. No, I think a dog would. You would know when a dog is frustrated. I don't think a dog would have to tell you. Yeah. No. Uh. So you know Andrew Jackson.
0: Andrew Jackson.
1: Yeah, the, the former president of the United States. He, yeah, so very he old used president. To have a pet parrot. Okay. And during his funeral, they had to remove the parrot from the funeral because it kept dropping f-bombs <laughs> <laughs> oh really yeah <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah. speaking of f-bombs you know what movie has the world record for the most f-bombs
0: uh, I would guess it's a Tarantino film it's not it is a Scorsese film oh yeah oh would it be can I guess
1: the film yeah Um. it's relatively recent Oh, Relatively recently, recent. I was thinking of an older film. Relatively recent. Within the last 10 years, I'd th- I like to say. Oh, yeah. no, then I, w- I wouldn't know. Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. I I think it had like 700 F-bombs or something like that. Wow. And fun fact, although this is not. That's not a fun here, fact. Uh, You know which th- uh actors, three actors have said the F-bomb the most in film? Ooh. Uh I would guess Samuel Jackson. He's one. Uh, ooh. the other two were in Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, he's one. That movie kinda I think rose his stock quite a bit in that. And there's No, one.
0: what his stock was Titanic. No, as
1: in his F bomb stock. Oh. Uh Bradley Cooper? No. Oh, Was he in the Wolf? I don't know if he was in. I don't the- think I've never watched the Wolf of Wall Street, Neither but have I. I do want to watch it. But I'm not that interested not in watching it. it, he's not in it. Uh,
0: so Leonardo DiCaprio,
1: Samuel I mean, Jackson,
0: hmm. Who's in the Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, I don't
1: know if you'd know that he was in the Wolf of Wall Street now. That I think about it because. I he was in it. He was definitely in it, but I don't know if you would know this.
0: Okay, go ahead. You can
1: tell. me. Jonah Hill.
0: Oh, Jonah Hill. He would. I. I. I'm willing to bet that he cursed the most. No, he's a Leo. Leo cursed the most. No, I'm saying in Hollywood. I'd say it's Samuel all... Jackson. I'd say Samuel. You know, I mean Tarantino movies. He's been in. Jonah Hill. Every time I, I've seen him act, <laughs> like, over. every other word is a curse word. He's funny, though. He's a it's good terrible. actor. He's an
1: amazing dramatic actor. He's and okay. I actor. mean, he's good. I mean, but um, he's a good but, director but as well. He, he doesn't need to. Okay. All right. Okay. Um.
0: See, look, I love Samuel L. Jackson. I really do. Yeah. I love him. Sammy J. He's one of my favorite actors. Mm. Like, I will go see a movie just right. because he's in it. Right, right, right. Okay. But... I like him without the salty language have you seen coach better. Carter
1: have you seen Coach Carter I'm still talking it's about Sammy Jackson about him not cussing
0: i I, I I'd much rather him yeah be in a film where he doesn't use salty language coach I like Carter. those films more have you seen Coach Carter uh, no but I've seen I've seen other films where he's not cursing Watch like all the, the movies which the
1: Star Wars films he's cussing in no his he's head. not he's cussing with the force okay no ne- ne- next track please uh, some languages, uh, notably Japanese, don't have any swear words. That's a beautiful language. I, I no, wish I could learn that. But no, but they cuss in English. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or they'll create like. You mean have... the language has no salty language? Proper Japanese, there's no, there's no salty Wow, language. that's fa- I, <laughs> you know,
0: Although I although, salute I know, you, Japan. I salute Japan. I salute. J- I, like salute, the, <laughs> I, like salute I salute. you, Japan, for not having any salty language in your language.
1: Well, I mean, Japanese slang.
0: There's that's awesome. Japanese slang. Coming. I have a f- newfound respect for the Japanese. Because
1: I, I know that you know there's a Japanese cr- cuss. It's not even that bad. It goes like this: It goes. Cuss. No, no. We don't need to do that. Okay. Well, those who watch anime know. Uh swearing can help make you more persuasive and uh sorry, swearing can help you ma- Swearing can help make your arguments more persuasive in some scenarios. I don't see how. In, in fact, fact, I will I will I will
0: lose I will lose uh you will lose an argument with me if you use salty language. I mean you're not the masses. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like even in my professional life, I guess if someone uses salty language with me, I tend to turn off.
1: Okay. According to multiple studies, people who swear often are known to lie less. This does not surprise me. Oh, are you saying I'm a liar? I- no i'm saying this is the fact no this is a total no i completely uh, I,
0: i'm a honest person and i don't use salty no language. but the reason why doesn't I it doesn't mean that, is that i people no, people that's, who, that's people who that's swear rubbish.
1: more probably don't have a filter and when you don't have a filter you're probably more entitled to say, you're more you feel more entitled to say is on your mind no it's multi it's science no of
0: what's of science that. i i don't i don't think i agree with that fact
1: Okay, you don't have to, I mean, it's a fact, but okay. Okay, some suggest, some studies suggest that swearing is linked to having more intelligence, specifically social and emotional intelligence. No,
0: that's another rubbish fact because what are you telling people out there? You're saying to use curse words so that you'll be more smart? No, I'm just looking no, at No, in fact, I consider that to be, that, that the person who wrote this quote-unquote fact is probably someone who swears all the time and gonna, probably made that fact up. Got to take it up with CNN? No, that's just nonsense. Because
1: okay. I mean again, a person
0: I'm telling you, I think mm. as I said at the beginning of this podcast, yeah, that I agree with Jerry Seinfeld where using swear words mm-hmm. is a cheat. It's a cheat it's because a because uh you're using it you're not using it necessarily for shock value. Yeah. You're not using it you're not using curse words for shock, especially today, because people use it all the time. Yeah. But if you're trying to express a thought or an idea, mm-hmm. using salty language is not going to get your point across better than if you were to actually articulate what's on your mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are there are people out there that can actually see now I'm not going to use myself as an example. Yeah. Okay. But Let's say that you are upset with something or someone, right? Okay? Uh, with I don't know anything, right? Rather than using salty language to express your your feelings, because that's not going to get any. Your, that's not going to bring any solution about. It's not going to bring your thought across. If you actually use your words to explain why you're upset, how to solve this problem, that actually is more productive than to just use salty language i agree with in a professional sense yes okay so but But even 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 from a now i use jerry seinfeld right Mm -hmm. jerry seinfeld is a comedian yeah so when he was talking about making that point he was talking about uh in a comedic sense Mm -hmm. right like so if you're doing a stand-up bit Mm -hmm. to use salty language is a cheat in his mind right he 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 when he does a bit, mm. he purposely does not use salty language because he feels like he can use other words to express his thought. Right. He's consciously doing it. Whereas other comedians like Eddie Murphy or uh, very Kevin Hart people. or or right? They they're intellectual people, but I'm not saying that they're not I'm not saying that they're not intellectual people. I'm just saying that they would rather use Salty language to get yeah. their point across, where I think you would have been better served without
1: using that Can language. Can I say something now about that fact? The, reason the that fact they that, that you that, gave? The fact that I gave and what you also said. Mm-hmm. The reason that they cuss is because they grew up where? In the hood, Compton. Not just Compton, but like all like in the hood. So that's them. And the well, best form they're a pro- of comedy... They're a product of their environment. The best form of comedy comes from a real place. So this goes back to having more social and emotional intelligence. So the reason that they say you have more social intelligence is because you have the... Instead of someone who just doesn't swear altogether or someone who swears all the time, someone who's very socially intelligent will understand, okay, in this social scenario... I can cuss. It might be even endear me to some people and other ones might not. So I'm not going to do it. So they have more of a grasp on social situations and on other people's emotional cues. That's why. That's what the study gave. And why it brings more emotional intelligence too is sometimes the best way to speak, to speak um, like, uh, without, f- uh, is without filtering yourself. Sometimes, sometimes just raw emotion is the best way. Not all the time, because uh, but it also goes back to social intelligence where you know when to turn it on and when to turn it off. So sometimes, like that's where the, these comedians, like Chappelle is super smart. Like even when he's not. Well, you're biased because he's your favorite comedian. or He one is, of your but favorite he's comedians. not just my favorite comedian. He's I, many said one, I said one of your favorite comedians. He's many f- people's favorite comedians, right? Uh-huh. And the reason why is even when he's not telling any jokes, people listen to him. Because of how thought out he is and how he can express himself, with yep. swearing or without swearing, the reason he swears is because, well, he just wants to be. He just wants it to come from a place where he's being a hundred percent authentic, right? And if this is how he grew up and this is how he sees the world, and if he thinks with cusses in the, his thoughts, he doesn't want to filter that out because then he feels that that's losing part of myself. I'm, I'm catering to a base now someone like jerry seinfeld his points are not really his points are more observational rather than social i think you'd agree with that Um, his comedy is more observational yeah he is a very observant comedian and i'm sure he grew up in a place in a like you where he didn't grow up around swearing all that much he probably grew up around a place where he probably he's probably middle class American, probably in that range, where just you just weren't around people that swear that much. So he's being authentic to himself, because the way he thinks and the way he speaks is not through all these, as as Patrick from SpongeBob say, sentence enhancers, right? He kind of speaks this. This is this is also from his heart, but he just his heart is a lot salty than other people. Okay, hearts.
0: so I I agree with you that people use salty language or not as a product of their environment and how they grew up. Yeah. Where I have a disagreement mm-hmm. is that those folks that use salty language have better social cues than those that don't use it. That's complete rubbish. Because a person who has who can take social cues doesn't need to they don't need to use salty language. So that is that's complete that's a complete
1: uh uh, I mean, look, you can disagree that with that. I don't I do disagree with it's your opinion, it. that's okay. Well, no, You're i mean... To have it. Okay, I'll go into the last two facts. Okay. Uh second sorry, penultimate fact. According to cognitive psychologist yeah. Steven Pinker, there are five functions of cussing. So there's abusive swearing, cathartic swearing, uh dysphemistic disfem- swearing. I don't know what that is. Emphatic swearing and idiomatic swearing. <laughs> so, like, stuff like abusive swearing is like you're mad at someone and you cuss them out. Yep. That's that. I feel like that's wrong. You shouldn't really never in any circumstance ever do that. Cathartic swearing is like when we you're were talking in pain. about earlier, you're in pain, you stub your toe, right. you go bleep, all right? Mm-hmm. Emphatic swearing is like you just raw emotion where you're just like... So happy or so sad about something that all you can do is, cuss. Like the Leafs won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> like I'd cuss. <laughs> I I think I cussed a little bit when like out of happiness when uh, Raptors when the Raptors won and when Liverpool won. I think I yeah. don't think you did. I was with you when they won. I said that. it very quietly. I said, "Oh bleep, this is beautiful." Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. I, I I said that, and um, man, I had the definition about the other ones, but now idiomatic. You said or. Now I forgot them, and well, I'm kind of feel bad about it. But maybe in the next podcast I'll explain those last two: disemphatic and uh, idiomatic. But yeah, those those are the five which I found interesting, which mm-hmm. makes sense. There are five cases in mm-hmm. which people will cuss, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last, uh, the last line, the last fact. I mean, you ever, you ever watched Gone with the Wind? Long time ago. So you know that famous line? Yeah, frankly, my dear, I don't give a. That is, one of the first examples of swearing in a feature film. It all started oh yeah. With that. Yeah. Is that right? Yep. Wow.
0: That was back in the '30s, I want to say. Gone with the Wind. It was more like the '40s, but maybe well, yeah, it it's 40s? around that time. Yeah, yeah. It was a colored right. film, so I don't know. if Yeah, maybe may not. Well, Wizard
1: of Oz was colored. It was like the first one, though, and that took like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things I heard about The Wizard of Oz. It's like horrific. Uh-huh. Like the amount of things that they had to do to get that movie made was mm-hmm. crazy, but yeah. that's not the podcast today. No. Maybe that's the next podcast. The craziest thing is to get a movie made.
0: Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, you've heard it. You heard it here. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, wow, that was very, very interesting. uh interesting uh, discussion on salty language um, I have to say that I, I've learned actually a great deal some of it I don't really particularly agree with but um, you know that's my opinion um, as someone who doesn't really use salty language uh, very much or if any um, I I wish everyone out there you know if I mean, I cannot stop you guys from using. I will not. I mean, you use whatever language you u- you need to use to express yourself. Um, but uh, after listening to this podcast, I hope you learned a little bit about salty language, its origins, uh, what, it, why people use it, and uh, you know, I wish you the best of luck <laughs> in whichever expressing whichever, in expressing your emotion,
1: whichever decision that you decide to make life yes make sure it's an informed decision even if you may disagree with what is being said yeah look into it yeah because the truth shall set you free wouldn't you agree (laughs) i do